turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to this 820 AM The Word broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. This is Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmstead, the Director of Local Ministry Development for 820 AM The Word. I have three good guests today, good-looking men here today to uh, share on Heart of the City. Pastor Alvin Curry. Pastor, welcome to Heart of the City today. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, Great to be here. What an awesome pleasure. Uh, It is good to see you, and as well as uh, Pastor Gary Hay. Pastor Gary Hay is with Berean Church of God in Christ in the Rainier Valley. Gary, welcome to Heart of the City. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, we're just meeting for the first time, and and then Minister Charlie Champ. Uh, uh, Charlie, you're uh, out in Duval. At, That's right. Uh, what church are you? <laughs> Redemption Church. Redemption Church. Yes. So um, uh, it's good to meet you, uh, uh, all three of you as well. And and in a little bit, we're going to be talking about a conference that's coming up this uh, coming weekend. Yes. Uh, with uh, with uh, the the um, Pillar of Truth uh, uh, Church as well as the Berean. Church of God in Christ, and and so we'll be talking about that. But yes. you know, heart of the city, we like to share story about how uh, pastors and ministry leaders came to Christ. And I know we don't have time for all three of you, but mm. but Alvin, if you could give me the elevator story, uh, share with us just a, a couple of minutes about uh, how you came to know the Lord and and a little bit of your background. Hey Amen. A quick little uh, background uh, on me, Chuck is. Uh, I, I was born and raised here in Seattle, Washington, uh, didn't really have a father, um, went through some things, uh, some physical abuse uh, by my uncle, uh, then uh, that I started growing up, and because of that early physical abuse from the age of nine to about 11, I uh, had some anger in me, and uh, I needed to prove that I was a man, hmm. uh, and uh, in doing so, I uh, went to the streets and uh, got involved in the streets, uh, got hooked on drugs, and uh, went crazy uh, with drugs and alcohol. And you did say the elevator story. So that that's uh, the gist of what happened. And then in the midst of that, I uh, picked up a charge of Assault One. Uh, that's uh, a pretty hefty charge. I, I, I didn't know. I just, you know, I just was violent, mm-hmm. did a charge. Anyway, I was looking at 10 years, and... Uh, um, it wasn't the first time in jail. This was like the fifth time in jail. Mm-hmm. So, but this this time was different. And there was something different about it. I had prayed uh, the other five times, but this time when I prayed, something different happened. And um, I went from an assault one to an assault two. Ended up having to do six months, and then I did four months on that six. And in the midst of that, God started talking to me. Hmm. God started talking to me, and so when I left when I left the jail, then that's where, well that's where I accepted the Lord was right there in the jail, but I wasn't done. 
because when I got out, I um, was in the candy store again in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I struggled and uh, f- uh, for a few years from uh, 92. I got out in 92 and I struggled till 95. And in 1995, I totally just surrendered and gave my life to the Lord. And, yeah. uh, and now you're pastoring. What's and now I'm pastoring. Yeah. What yeah, church are I'm, you pastoring? I'm pastoring the Pillar of Truth Community Bible Church in uh, Seattle. It's mm-hmm. uh, 12650 1st Avenue South, Seattle, Wash. I've uh, been pastoring the church there for about eight years, although I've been pastoring for about 11 years because we were originally in Renton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you and I have known each other for uh, several years now. Yes, we have. You and your wife, Vivian, and have been down to the church. And, yes. And uh, really, really have grown to appreciate you and your ministry, and you also are a counselor. You, yes, you've got I a am. Counseling I'm, ministry. I'm also a, a domestic violence counselor as well as a chemical dependency counselor. Yeah. And uh, by the way, we've enjoyed your presence and uh, look forward to you coming again and I appreciate uh, sitting that. with us. Yes. Well, uh, sitting in the seat across from me is uh, Pastor Gary Hay and... Uh, Gary, how long have you been pastoring at uh, Berean Church of God in Christ? For the past three years, but I've been pastoring for 18 years. I see. I went out, I got saved in that church and went out and started a church in 2000. Uh And the pastor uh, became ill and called me and asked me would I come back and pastor the church. Mm Mm-hmm. And so uh, three years ago, I came back, and I didn't know how ill he was. Huh. And when I came back, maybe two months after I got there, he passed away. Oh, my. Yeah. And so I've been there for the last three years. So it's the church that you you received the Lord in? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's very, the church I received the Lord well, in. Oh, very, very oh. cool, you know. And so, and so you're able to reinvest your life into mm-hmm. that congregation. Yes. Yeah. So you grew up here in the Seattle area? No, I grew up in Oklahoma. I'm from Tulsa. Okay. I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So uh, tell me you're a Sooners fan or are you a... <laughs> I was a Sooner Dallas Cowboys yeah. fan. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're getting real here yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Until they got rid of um, the coach and then I kind of, with Dallas and uh, Tom Landry, when they got rid of Tom Landry. Really? That yeah. kind of did it for you, That huh? did it. I, it I, wasn't I, America's I, team for you anymore. I didn't enjoy football anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so well, now I'm just a sports fan. Now you're a sports fan. Right, right. Well, hopefully a Seahawks fan. I am a Seahawks. Yeah. Well, as we're talking here, uh, coming up in uh, October, we're going to have a pastor's event, and all of you are invited. In fact, the the, uh, speaker, the keynote speaker for that event is uh, Ben Malcolmson, who is Mm. the personal assistant to Coach Pete Carroll. Okay. Got an incredible testimony that I won't get into now, but uh, he's got a great testimony, was with Coach Carroll down at USC. Um, uh, was a believer and and made that team uh, down there, and so was a part of that uh, yes. that team. And then when Coach came up here, uh, he um, uh, brought Ben Wilk with him mm-hmm. as a, his personal assistant. So wow. it's a great story. So you guys are invited for that as well. But good to meet you today. And and sitting next to you is Charlie uh, Charlie Shomp, right? Correct. And uh, you uh, you don't call yourself a an official pastor, but oh, you're no. basically doing the work of a pastor. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Which yes, is, is the important people, thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell me about yourself. Well, I was um, uh, saved at 15 years, I mean, 19 years old. I was a street kid when I was 15. And uh, didn't have, just wandered the streets, had nowhere to go, and um, 
the Lord just began, I just began to feel the call of God in my life and uh, didn't know really what it was, but I knew there was something or someone drawing me, I should say. And uh, I was in Houston, Texas when I was a, a teenager and uh, I ran across a, a black pastor by the name of James McCurdy. And mm. um, he told me about Jesus and took me into a, his trailer where he lived and asked if he could pray for me. And he put his hands on me and prayed for me. And the kid that sat down wasn't the same kid that stood up. Wow. And there's a, there's a, the term we use many years ago, Christians used to say instead of being saved or born again, and it was... Um, I was overcome by a great affection. Huh, I've always loved that term. Amen. And uh, from that time on, he took me in and he raised me for five years. And uh, we went from Houston to the projects of Oakland and the West Oakland and things. And uh, he poured out his life to me and taught me the things of God. And ever since that, I've been uh, working with Alvin and these other brothers in recovery and uh, people in recovery, Bible study, speaking, whatever God wants to use. Yeah. Yeah. Going about the love and the grace of Jesus. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, the, the ongoing yeah. theme of, of this program is I hear these stories, and each one of them so unique is how our Father yes. in heaven is so patient in the various seasons of our life. Amen. Yes, he you, is. You had a jailhouse experience, but it was another three years before you really, you really got serious. I mean, you were serious, yes, but was, then Chuck. you got serious. Right. And the reality is, is that, that the Lord was with you every step of the way, yes. even in the midst of your rebellion. Yes. And even in the midst of all that, the Lord is, is with us, isn't he? He's true yeah. to his word. He said that he would never leave me nor forsake me, and he never left me or forsook me, even in the midst of those three years of uh, me leaving him or attempting to leave him because he was still there. And, you know, week by week, that's the encouragement that I want to give to our listeners that listen to Heart of the City on a regular basis is that whatever season you're in, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's in a good season or a bad season, the Lord is there. He is faithful. He's always faithful through all the seasons of our life Mm -hmm. and will reveal himself as we're open and obedient to him. And sometimes when we're not open and obedient to him, yes. he'll still reveal our, yeah. himself to mm-hmm. us. And that's the grace of God right there. What I would share with people, uh, Chuck, is that God has uh, put two questions on my heart uh, when I'm going through any season. And that is, what are you telling me and what are you showing me? Because the scriptures are true. And he said that uh, all things work for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And so I just ask myself in any season that I am, God, what are you telling me? What are you showing me? Because I know you want what's good for me. Yeah. 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 And uh, and and he's proved himself faithful. Yes, he has through all generations. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm with three preachers, and I'm going to start preaching. I don't know what I'm going to take an offering <laughs> right, at the end right, of this, right? right? <laughs> so, so, so Chuck is hearing that even uh, Minister Charlie, who uh, I call him Minister Charlie Chuck, uh-huh. and uh, you're you're absolutely correct. He's just not a pastor per se by title, right? But uh, he does the work of a pastor as well as you. Yeah. Well, you know, I found that to be true. Yes. You know, it, when the Lord puts that in your heart uh, to pastor people, yes. it doesn't really matter what title you have. Amen. Officially, the reality is you've got that burned within your yeah. in your DNA, yes. and you're going to pastor yeah. whether yeah. you're the director of local ministry yeah. or whether you're, right. you know, uh, working in a, on a street somewhere. Absolutely. Right. So, well, let's talk. We've got uh, we've got about uh, 13 minutes here that I okay. want to give to what's going to be happening this coming weekend at the Spiritual Warfare Conference. First of all, Gary, what is spiritual warfare? Spiritual warfare, Chuck, I was in the military back in the 
late 70s. I was in the Army, and I was in mortars. And so to flip that, when I became saved, and as I began to grow in the Lord, I began to recognize there's a different war going on. Mm-hmm. And it was not the same war that I trained for when I was in the military. All right. This war took place in my mind. Mm-hmm. I remember telling my pastor I was in class trying to get my life straight, and I ran out of class because my mind was just cluttered. Mm-hmm. And I said, Pastor, there's a war going on inside of my head. <laughs> and he set me down and showed yeah. me the scriptures mm-hmm. that the enemy war with your mind. Yes, mm-hmm. he does. And so spiritual warfare, uh, it's, it's, we see physical things happening, but we don't see behind the scene what's really going on. Mm. And in order to recognize spiritual warfare, you have to be connected with the Spirit of God mm-hmm. in order to even uh, for it to be revealed to you yes. what spiritual warfare is. Yeah. So, Alvin, uh, when you have a spiritual warfare conference, what do you do? What, what is it? What a spiritual warfare conference is, is enlightening, enlightening those that there is actually something going on and to help them to see that something that is going on. Because uh, like uh, Pastor uh, Gary Hay just got to saying, I believe it to be true, too, that it starts in the minds, and then it, it, it moves to the body, uh, and not just one's own physical body. Uh, the body, when I talk about the body, the spiritual warfare that goes on is that uh, the enemy will attack my wife, he'll attack my children, he'll yeah. attack my grandchildren, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and so folks don't see that, that that's all part of this spiritual warfare that's going on. And then the last one, because there's three, the mind, the body, and the last one is our will. He'll get us to start believing that we're doing something. And so now when I say that, I'm talking about us, the church. Uh, A moment ago, we just got through talking about these titles. It would be such a blessing if we could just put away our titles and realize that we are all brothers and sisters in one universal body of Christ. And uh, forget about denominations and all of that. So, But it starts with us Christians. That's what spiritual warfare is, and that's what happens at this spiritual warfare conference because as you have here, uh, as I'm sitting here with you, we got Minister Charlie from Duval. We got Pastor Gary Hay from Rainier. You got me from the other side of Seattle. We got you here. Um, I forget where you stay, though, Chuck. But anyway, <laughs> up in Everett. Up in Everett, uh, up, right. Up, up, so up we got Everett. you coming from Everett. And <laughs> yeah. So you got four men here t- um, talking about the heart of, uh, of the city, and the heart of the city should be uh, the heart of God's city. Mm-hmm. The, the kingdom of God. So that's another reason why I really like this uh, show, too, that, that I listen to now that I'm on it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, you are listening to Heart of the City, and I'm Chuck Olmstead, the director of local ministry development, and the three gentlemen across from me, Pastor Gary Hay and uh, Minister Charlie Champ, and, of course, Pastor Alvin Curry. Uh, the scripture that comes to my mind is, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, yes. but against principalities and powers in high places. Hallelujah. And, and the reality is there is that that um, that spiritual, if we could see, I, I know we probably mm. shouldn't see. <laughs> I don't think the <laughs> okay, Lord wants okay. us to see. I mean, 
if we saw all of the the warfare that was going around this international district right exactly. now, we'd be we would be overwhelmed. Sure, we would by it. But the reality is, at times he allows us and gives us a revelation, doesn't he, of really yes, he what's does. going on, mm-hmm. maybe within our own personal walk, and sometimes within the within a city to understand what the what the spiritual principalities are happening over mm-hmm. a city, because oftentimes there is a a spirit to a city, isn't there? Yes, there oh, is. yes, there is. Talk Amen. to me about that a little bit. Chuck, can I uh, tell you a brief story? Sure. I just got back from visiting my daughter down uh, uh, in the southern states. And uh, we were going through Memphis, my wife and I. And as we were going through Memphis, we passed a certain area. Mm-hmm. And when we drove through that area, I seen some people along the area walking. And this force began to move on me, uh, a negative force. Mm. And it was something that I could identify with because I grew up that way. The Lord delivered me from it. Mm -hmm. And I said to my wife, I said, in this area, uh, there's a certain spirit that controls this area. Mm -hmm. And the young lady and the people that I've seen, I've seen myself 30 years ago doing the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, dressing the same way. My activity was the same. And I really didn't understand that for all those years until I went in that area. And I told my wife, I said, you know, you can pray for certain things, but this area will change your prayer if you knew what was going on. Mm. A lot of times we don't know what's going on in certain areas that we have a genetic prayer. But when you know what's going on, then you know how to pray for relief and for help in a certain area. So what what I'm understanding is is there's oftentimes there's a physical manifestation to a spiritual reality that's taking place. Yes. And sometimes that's in a geographic area. Yes. And it could be because of of rulers, uh, spiritual rulers that have uh, some dominion over the, that area. Yes. That that we as believers need to understand that we have the the opportunity to partner with the Lord to help break some of those. Yes. 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 And, and that's and so what I'm hearing you say is what I'm seeing as far as the city of Seattle. Uh, there's a there's a a, a a spirit or a ruler if you will, a commander-in-chief of the other side of the war in which we're engaged in that has uh, infiltrated us to be divided. Mm -hmm. I I see Seattle as being a a, a divided city. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, um, I I heard this from a pastor, and I wish I could remember his name so I could give credit where credit's due, but it it, it seems like we have a, 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 a crab anointing. And so that might be uh, new to some of us, uh-huh. but uh, a, a crab anointing, because it was new to me when he said it, but a crab anointing, if you, uh, I just know a little bit about crabs, and when you have a whole bunch of crabs in a pot, they're constantly pulling one another down, mm. mm-hmm. see, and, and that's what I see in the city of Seattle. Uh, we don't want to come together and uh, build the kingdom of God, but yet at the same time, we'll say uh, the Pillar of Truth Community Bible Church over here is building the Church of God, and the Berean Church of God of Christ over here is building the Church of God. But wouldn't it be that much more smarter 
to work smarter if the Berean Church of God in Christ, if the Redemption Church of uh, Duval and uh, the Pillar of Truth Community Bible Church came together and just started building the city. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm thinking about uh, Nehemiah, you know, uh, just uh, just stay on the wall and uh, how he rebuilt the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to rebuild. We just need to represent what's already been presented in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Well, so if someone's coming to this event, uh, the Spiritual Warfare Conference, and this is June 28th and 29th, so this, this coming week uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. at... Uh, at the uh, Berean Church of God in Christ, uh, there on the Rainier, uh, on Rainier, there here in Seattle, um, what are they going to experience? The, will there will there be discussions about uh, e- even the the spiritual uh, warfare that they're going through individually? Yes, it will. Um, we have four main speakers that there are going to be there. And uh, they'll also get to experience uh, um, the spiritual warfare uh, through music. Um, we're going to have um, Pastor uh, Patricia Wright and the uh, Total Experience Choir that will, that will be there. Um, we're going to have uh, uh, another sister, uh, Linda uh, Agee, if I pronounce her right, her name right, uh, Church by the Side of the Road, will be there ministering in song as well as uh, Joyce Love Lewis uh, from Lion of Judah. But they will get an opportunity to uh, see spiritual warfare firsthand. That's that's the whole purpose of this spiritual warfare conference is uh-huh. for them to see it firsthand and how they too, like you quoted uh, Ephesians chapter six, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers and authorities in high and mighty places. They'll get to see that. Yeah, you know, Minister Charlie was. I was talking with him, and uh, he had a, a great piece. Um, from the scriptures that he shared with me in regards to spiritual warfare. Share it. Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, piggyback on what uh, Alvin said was he said, you know, there's another force in the world. And, um, you know, uh, I, I like the words of Tozer, which a lot of us have heard before when he says um, we, we treat this world uh, like it's a playground, but he says it's a battleground. Yeah. And he says, therefore, be on guard at all times. And I think there's battle for families, there's battle for our kids, yes. there's battle within the cities, drug addiction. No matter what it is, there's a battle going on. And there's actually a battle, uh, actually, for, for the church, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is, is that in the book of Exodus is that, um, if we remember that story of how the children of Israel went from the land of Goshen and they were uh, plentiful there, you know, being shepherds. And, you know, Joseph had brought them there and they were prospering and they were growing and they were multiplying. And then after a period of time, there arose another ruler over Egypt, and it says and he didn't know Joseph, and he, but he looked at the children of Israel, and he said, look at he says, they're more and they're mightier than we are. He says, they're multiplying, they're stronger, they're more powerful, and he says, if they learn war, we're in trouble. Hmm. If yeah. they learn war. So they went from being shepherds, raising sheep, taking care of sheep, doing all these things, and I'll say, he, he turned to him and he said, this is what we're going to do. He says, we're going to put our burdens on them. And they begin to build treasure cities for Pharaoh, Python and Ramses. Remember that? And he said, what we have to do is we have to neutralize their power. We have to neutralize their force. We have to get them sidetracked because they're more and they're mightier than we are. And that's how the enemy looks at us. Yes, Mm -hmm. There's a greater force in this world. And he says, how can I stop this thing? What can I do to this thing? And if we look and if we're not careful, and which has happened probably in a lot of our lives individually or maybe within churches, and yes. we see it in, you know, in different situations, is that he says, look it. He said, um, he said, I'm going to neutralize them by putting 
my burdens upon them, and they begin to build treasure cities for him. Hmm. And we can build our treasure cities. Yes. We can say, hey, look at, you know, my, my house is more important or my job. And those things are very important, but are they more important? Right. You know, we can get sidetracked. We can be put aside. And what he did then is he said, look at, he said, now I've got them where I want them. Right. And, I, what, and, and to rechange our focus and to realize that, look at, you know, we are a force within this world, the church. Yes, yeah. we are. Every man in here, every person, every Christian within here. And there is an enemy that's looking at us, and he's saying, look at, I just got to stop them somehow. And to refocus our lives, there's broken homes. You know, I mean, I was just, I just heard, got a phone call the other day from a friend of mine where his fiance, his, her uh, son, uh, overdosed. And uh, anyway, uh, but, you know, to do that, you know, is, is to realize that exactly how the enemy wants to work. Well, we recognize that as we, um, we, f- we fight this battle, uh, we're marching on our knees, aren't we? And, uh, and this uh, conference is going to talk about that. And uh, so it's coming up this Friday and Saturday. It's at the Berean Church. If you want to get more information, go to PillarOfTruthCommunityBibleChurch.com. Or you can call Pastor Alvin at 206-947-2117. Pastors, thank you for joining me today on Heart thank of the City. Thank you for having us. Thank God, you. God bless. You've been listening to this 820 AM, the word special, Heart of the City. For more information on how your pastor or your ministry can be featured on 820 AM, the word, call Chuck Olmstead. 206-269-6216 or go to thewordseattle.com.